0: Hi, my name's Nicole. I'm 28 years old from West Hills, California. I work in marketing in the beauty industry.
1: Hi, my name is Steven. I'm 29 years old. I'm from Calabasas, California, and I work in advertising at Twitch.
0: Steven and I have been together just about seven and a half years.
1: If I had to describe our love story, I'd say it's incredibly fun and incredibly caring.
0: Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. i to to get 30, 30, get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than forty gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com.
0: Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: I actually met Nicole at the tail end of college, and I get a phone call from my mom, and she goes, Hey, I just went on a hike with some of these other moms in in our hometown, and I met this girl. She was with her mom on the walk, and I told her that, you know, you would love my son, and, you know, you guys should grab coffee. You're studying abroad. There was a whole study abroad tie, and my reaction to that was like, Mom, what? What? You just set me up on a date, and like, I actually told my mom, like, what are you doing? She's like, look, it's just about talking about study abroad like it doesn't have to be a date date and you know if you don't want to do it you don't have to just like look her up on Facebook and at worst just give her advice about study abroad and so I was like okay fine I'll look her up on Facebook and then I hang up look Nicole up a little bit later I call her back and I go you know what mom I think I'll at least talk to her about study abroad that's totally fine with me
0: It was a Sunday morning, and my mom had said to me, you know, if you're not busy, I'm going on a hike with some of my girlfriends at Balboa Park and would love for you to come and join. And I had nothing to do, and I was like, why not? Get some steps in. So I tagged along, and right when we got there, my mom was walking with Stephen's mom. And I ended up spending the entire three-and-a-half-mile walk just chatting with Phyllis, Stephen's mom. And it was so... Natural. It really was like, it was almost as if she was my age and we were chatting as friends and it was just an instant connection between the two of us. And I think even my mom was like, I brought you to walk with me, but I ended up walking with Phyllis the whole time. And at the very end, she had said to me, this might come across a little direct and a little strange, but I have a son and you are the exact girl that he would love. And my son is terrific. Would you be interested? Are you single? I was kind of like weirded out. I was like, I just met you. I have no idea who your son is, but like, yes, I'm single. And if he wants to message me, okay. And truly, I didn't really think that he would. And I didn't think that anything would come from it, but he did, he messaged me on Facebook. I was sitting at a sushi bar with my mom when I got the message and the notification popped up on my phone. And I was like, oh my God, mom, like Phyllis's son actually messaged me. He asked me to go to lunch. And she was like, so excited. She took my phone and was like, well, what did he say? Like, I think she read the message before I even did.
1: I actually, obviously we all use social media, but I was up in Northern California for another six months. And so my first impression was looking at Nicole from social media. And I think one of the first things that I realized is I was like, wow, man, she is very beautiful. I am very excited to talk to this girl, even if it's just study abroad. So fast forward that time frame, and I come back home. I actually messaged her on Facebook Messenger at the time, the day I graduated, asking to go to lunch to talk study abroad when I'm back home. And so we met and we sat at lunch and we laughed. We talked about the trips. I gave her all the kind of the tips that I had from when I was studying abroad. And it was definitely by far and away the best time in my life. So I was excited to talk about all that. The highlight for me, I was a little bit nervous. I'm sure Nicole was too. And the entire time during our lunch, she was wearing these big brown aviators and she never took them off. And so my first experience and one that we always talk about, about when it was our first date, was that it was a great time. I don't think Nicole ate. I probably ate, but I don't think Nicole ate during our lunch. But oh, I didn't even know what she looked like because these giant aviators were, were blocking her face. But she was incredibly sweet. Like we hit it off. There was no awkward moments And I was really excited to talk to her some more.
0: I know Steven mentioned my aviators, and that is 100% true. I was so nervous. I left my sunglasses on the entire time. I do have to say, though, we sat on a patio. So it's not like we were inside and I had my sunglasses on. We were sitting on a patio, and I had my sunglasses on. And I definitely didn't eat because I was so nervous. A combination of nervousness and how he made me laugh from the second we sat down. So I couldn't even like take a bite, but truly like the best encounter I think I could have ever asked for. It was so natural. Our connection was really instantaneous and I was so excited to see him again.
1: So going back after the first lunch that we had, I did have that week before I was going back up to Davis to finish a class. And, you know, I left the date at Marmalade in the Commons. And so I texted my mom because, of course, she wanted to know how it went. She was the matchmaker. And so, ironically, she was shopping at the Commons. I think she was probably spying on us. But I ended up meeting her in a store. And she's like, hey, how did it go? And I was like, she's really nice. It went super well. It wasn't awkward. She's like, so do you think she liked you? And she was asking me all these questions. I was like, mom, I have no idea. It just went well. We talked about study abroad. Like, I don't, I can't give you the full synopsis yet. And I then receive a text from Nicole saying, you know, I had such a great time. We'd love to see you one more time before you go. And I was like, well, hey mom, I guess it went really well. If she wants to see me again. So then I had to think about what I wanted to do for the next date before I go back up. I go to Nicole's house, I pick her up. That's the first time I met her family, it was super great. Made it even easier that they had like the cutest puppy who is still the best dog to this day. But picked her up and we, we cruised on over to Pasadena We go to the restaurant. From my perspective, I was really nervous. So I wanted to talk. I ordered food. I don't think Nicole ate again because she was nervous, but I ate. There's me going and eating again. But that was less study abroad and more about like, hey, where'd you go to high school? And kind of diving into, you know, life more than your school trip coming up.
0: So we got to Pasadena and we went to a restaurant called Green Street Cafe. And we sat on the patio again. There was really pretty like white twinkle lights, which are my favorite. And it was a very romantic setting. And I was just so excited to A, see him again. And it was just like the perfect night. And so we had dinner there. And then we ended up exploring downtown Pasadena quite a bit afterwards. And I wasn't 21 yet. And Steven was. So I couldn't go to a bar. Steven and I were trying to figure out what we could do. And we ended up asking the valet guys if they knew of any coffee shops that were open after dinner. And they were like laughing at us, like, no, but there's like a million bars, like, go for it, not knowing I wasn't 21. So we ended up finding this really cute one off coffee shop. And meanwhile, it was 10 p.m., but we ordered coffee to share. And this is kind of a memory that has stuck with us throughout our relationship. But we ordered, I believe it was a shot of espresso. And it was $20 for the shot of espresso, which is really expensive for espresso. And so Steven was like, this is like Ferrari coffee. And so every time we get coffee, we always talk about Ferrari coffee. And it's something that really has stuck with us and is such a special thing to us. And even now, eight years later, when we get coffee, we always think back to that one time where we were in Pasadena having $20 espresso Ferrari coffee.
1: Fun fact, over quarantine, we've been taking it pretty seriously. But one of the activities that we did that we felt was like social distancing friendly is like, we'll go out and get coffee. And so we actually drove to Pasadena a couple of weeks ago when we drove back past the restaurant we went to. We drove to the coffee shop. It was closed, but that's where we were going to get coffee from. And so once it all opens back up, we definitely plan on going back to Pasadena to kind of relive that first date, seven and a half, eight years later. Okay, the story of our first kiss. You're definitely gonna need two parts to this story. But, you know, one of the things that we did when I came back home before Nicole went to study abroad and went on her birthright trip before she left was Nicole was house-sitting for different people. And it was kind of nice because we were both living at home. So going to stay at the house that she was house sitting at was an opportunity to have like, you know, time together where we weren't necessarily around our parents. And it's so funny because I think I'll make a joke that I'm like, why? And I feel like I hit my prime later in life. And maybe I was a little bit more nervous when I first met Nicole kind of post-college. And we definitely hung out a few times before that first kiss. I definitely remember wanting to do it after Pasadena, but I wasn't sure at the time. And so I didn't. Uh, I just walked her to the door. I said goodbye. I just didn't want to make it weird or whatever, you know, whatever was going through my mind at the time. So we were at the house that Nicole was house sitting at. we were sitting watching TV and Nicole will have a different take to this story, but we were on the couch. We were watching a show and then we turned and kind of looked at each other. I definitely didn't go the full way, but I definitely wanted her to make a little bit of a move towards me. I will say it is 60-40, Eileen 60 she leaned 40. But Nicole has a very different interpretation to this moment.
0: The story of our first kiss is like Stephen mentioned, quite different, slightly different. But I do remember after Pasadena thinking like, he totally doesn't like me. He would have kissed me if he liked me. Like, I don't think he likes me. So it's funny that Stephen wanted to and he thought that it wasn't the right moment for him. But yes, we were house sitting. We were watching TV. I would argue, I came 80% of the way and he came 20% of the way. But regardless, we both agree that I was a little bit more aggressive in that. I was like, I have to take this into my own hands. Like clearly he likes me if he's still seeing me and maybe he's just nervous. So I definitely went 80% of the way.
1: I definitely like that she made that move, but it was definitely 60-40. capella university's flex path format you can set your own deadlines learn at your pace and access most coursework from anywhere at any time imagine your future differently at capella.edu i'd say this is probably the most pivotal moment we've had because it wasn't a true date but this was kind of the moment we went from dating to being more serious, like exclusive. We were boyfriend and girlfriend kind of from this time. So right before Nicole left for study abroad, I went under the impression of, I was like, hey, you know, we just met each other, go have fun. I don't want you to feel stuck to a phone or a Skype call like, because you feel the need to talk to me. We had just met, like, I don't want that to be a thing. I want you to go have fun. And so she goes on her trip. And where I happened to have studied abroad was in Prague. And she was going to Prague on her birthday weekend, which was actually her golden birthday. And so I was like, hey, you know, I, I really want to do something special. We had been talking all trip. This was too close to the end of her study abroad trip. And I had studied there. So I was like, I can't fly out myself. A lot of people will fly out and surprise the person that they know is there. But I couldn't do that at the time. But I still wanted to think about something really special. And so. I had a friend there and I was like, Hey, I want you to help coordinate this birthday surprise for Nicole. She doesn't know what's happening. So shout out to Julia for being the goat for helping me accomplish this. I also reached out to one of Nicole's friends who she was studying abroad with. And we had kind of a group chat where we coordinated this whole thing. And so I wanted to surprise Nicole with a birthday present. And so I actually went to Tiffany and I got her this really cool Tiffany blue heart shaped necklace, a small necklace. And then I sent it to my friend, Julia in Prague. And I was like, Hey, you're going to help me deliver this to Nicole. And so I recorded a video and the video said, Hey, Nicole, if you're seeing this video right now, that means I found you on the Charles bridge in Prague on your birthday weekend. I hope you have a wonderful birthday and I wanted to give you something. And so I told my friend, Julia, I said, Hey, I want you to go up to Nicole when you see her on the Charles Bridge. I want you to tap her shoulder pretty firm and I want to say, excuse me, are you Nicole Tillis? And I wanted Nicole to be like, oh my God, how did you know my first and last name? Like, who are you? And then the only other thing I wanted Julia to say was, I have a message that you have to see. And so she played the recording that I sent. We found her on the Charles Bridge, which if you've been to Prague, Charles Bridge is one of the main locations you go to see. It's beautiful. And so we coordinated this whole thing. I found her with this video. We gave her the necklace. And that was like my big birthday surprise. And that's the real moment that we, I think became boyfriend and girlfriend. It was from that day. And so we have a dream to when the world opens up and we can travel again, that we want to go back to Prague together because we've had such a big moment there and we've both been there separately.
0: So the Prague birthday surprise is the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. I'll preface with that. So to Stephen's point, I was studying abroad. I was in Prague with some of my girlfriends on my birthday weekend, and we were shopping on the Charles Bridge, and this woman, who I had no idea who she was, came up to me and firmly grabbed my shoulder and was like, excuse me, are you Nicole Tillis? And truthfully, I thought I was being deported out of Prague. I was like, I broke a law. I was like, oh my God, I have no idea who this woman is. And I said, like, yes, I'm Nicole. And she's like, I have a message that you must see. And she was extremely firm. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to jail. So she pulls me off to the side and it's a video of Steven in a suit saying exactly what he mentioned. So he said, hi, Nicole, if you're seeing this video, I have found you on the Charles Bridge in Prague. Happy birthday. Wish I could be there. So Then Julia handed over this blue Tiffany box. And I was like, what in the world is happening? Like, we weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. I was like, oh my gosh. And I didn't even know if he liked me because we really hadn't spent that much time together before I left to go abroad. And he had said, you know, I want you to go abroad and have fun. So it was like an open relationship at that point. And so I opened the gift and like, I had the worst reaction ever because I was so surprised. And, like, surprise doesn't, like, usually do well with me. But I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I said to my girlfriends, like, he totally likes me. I knew that Steven was the one from the second I met him at Marmalade. And people might think that that's crazy. But if somebody can make me laugh for as long as he did and make me feel so comfortable and so welcomed. I'm a pretty introverted person. And I know that it might not seem that way, but it takes a lot for me to open up. And so because it was so natural and he made me laugh and it truly felt like we were best friends. And we had only known each other for a half hour at that point. So I would say I knew that he was the one pretty immediately.
1: There's really two moments where I knew Nicole was the one. So the first was like when I wanted to make this more serious and that was around the Prague story. That was like, you know, there was a lot of planning that went into going to get the gift, thinking about what I wanted to do, going to my buddy Colt's house to record the video. I knew that based on how much we were talking when we weren't together and the time we did spend together when we were at home in Los Angeles, I was like, Hey, I really like this girl. We've been talking almost daily, definitely weekly when she was abroad. And I want to do something really special for her on her birthday. And that was my first moment of like, I really think there's something to this girl. I really like her. And then the second one is we've been together for quite some time. And Nicole checks so many boxes for me. Like Nicole mentioned it, but for me, you have to get along with my family. Like if you're not going to get along with my family, It's just going to make things really difficult. Same thing goes for my friends. And then, of course, how do you fit with me in our daily lives and the activities we do? And what about the time when we're we're not doing activities? What's that like? And Nicole's really like the last piece of that puzzle when you just like you complete it. She gets along with all my friends. It's super easy. She's a part of my family at this point. And, you know, she's my buddy. We talk about being each other's best friends. We. go on walks by the beach. We can hang out in our apartment watching a good show. She's really the perfect last puzzle piece for me. Nicole and I are not engaged yet, but that's definitely one of the milestones that's in our future. We kind of have a joke that the milestones upcoming are Ring Puppy House Baby.
0: There are so many things that I love about Steven. I think I've made it really clear that I love how he makes me laugh, but my favorite thing and what I love the most is how he always puts me first. No matter what is going on, he always checks in on me. If it's a plan we're making, he'll say, let me get back to you, and he'll always ask me. With literally any detail, big or small, he's always thinking of me, and I clearly know that, and I'm just the luckiest.
1: I love how sweet and caring Nicole is. Like Nicole just puts all of her friends and her family and what can she do to make them happy as her top priority. And she does the same with me. She's always trying to find ways to take care of me and just have great moments together. And she's super thoughtful. As a total bonus, I think she's incredibly beautiful. And she's definitely my partner to do anything from the biggest adventures to the smallest moments together. When I look towards my future with Nicole, I'm just so excited about all the chapters that we have. I'm a really big person that likes to live in the moment. So even with staying at home, like I don't know the next time in our lives, unless I start a business or something where Nicole and I are gonna be able to spend every minute together. And we have a proposal ahead of us, a house ahead of us, a puppy ahead of us, a baby ahead of us. And I'm excited for those moments. I'm also really excited to have the apartment life that we're going to look back on and laugh and say, hey, we were in a 700 square foot apartment for four plus years when we have a much bigger house and a family. So I am excited for those chapters, but I really enjoy looking back and making sure we're like taking advantage of the time that we have now, especially pre-baby because we're not going to get that back once we have a kid.
0: When I think and look towards my future with Steven, it makes me so excited. Nothing makes me more Happy and excited than thinking about all of the chapters that we have ahead of us, specifically in the near future, a proposal and then following Ringhouse Puppy Baby. I'm just so excited for what our life is going to look like. I wish I had a crystal ball where I could say, like, I know what 20 years looks like or 30 years looks like, but whatever it is, I'm ready for the ride. And we eat dinner on our floor, like, our dining room table doesn't function as a dining room table. And so Thinking about those moments, one day when they're gone and we're actually eating dinner at our normal dining room table, I'll miss this time. And so I really enjoy living in, in the present as well, while Stephen probably would argue that I'm ready for that next chapter, <laughs> seven and a half years in, which I definitely am ready to be a shinbane. I can't wait for that. But I do love living in the moment. And if he's with me, that's all that matters. Thanks for listening to Our Love Story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and on Twitter at ParCast Network. For more episodes of Our Love Story, follow us on Spotify and check out other ParCast originals, all available on Spotify. Our Love Story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from ParCast. It was created by John Cohen. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and associate produced by Alex Trigvidotter.